0: Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbühl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. Employers realize that the amount of money they pay for workers' compensation insurance is based upon the type of business they are engaged in, the size of their payroll, and their experience modification rate. They also realize that in the simplest terms, The workers' compensation experience modification rate is the ratio of what the employer's workers' compensation losses were compared to their peers. The more workers' compensation losses an employer has compared to their like-sized peers, the higher the experience modification rate. Employers with a mod of 1 have had essentially average losses during the three years used to calculate the experience mod. Employers with mods greater than 1 had greater than average losses and will pay more for their workers' compensation insurance. Those with a mod less than 1 had losses that are less than average, and they will pay less for insurance. There are essentially four ways to have less than average workers' compensation losses. The first is luck, which I won't discuss any further. Second, develop a safety program focused on what is causing injury, which results in fewer or less costly claims. Third, work with your workers' compensation carrier to aggressively manage claims and provide employees with light duty as soon as possible when they are released to work but have restrictions. Fourth, reduce losses by self-paying claims. This is where the employer simply pays the medical provider directly and never submits the claim to the workers' compensation carrier. While some employers see this as a positive, in the long run, it generally costs more. Here are some possible issues with self-paying claims. In some states like Wisconsin, it is simply illegal for employers to self-pay claims. So before you even consider self-paying a claim in your particular state, find out if it's even legal to do so. The primary reason self-paying claims is illegal is that it distorts the workers' compensation rates. That other employers pay. Because workers' compensation rates are based upon the loss experience of an industry, if some employers are paying their own claims, specifically their low-cost claims, it makes the average claim cost in the industry artificially high. For other employers who don't self-pay and report all of their claims, it drives up their workers' compensation cost. So, before you even consider paying a claim out of your own pocket in your particular state, again, find out if it's legal to do so. Related to this, employers can be fined if claims are not reported to their state workers' compensation bureaus. Virtually all states mandate electronic reporting, and your carrier is equipped to report those claims to the state in a timely manner in the format required, helping you avoid a fine. Paying your own claims takes the workers' compensation insurance carrier out of the loop. Good workers' compensation carriers, like West Bend Mutual Insurance, aggressively manage claims for the mutual benefit of the employer, employee, and carrier. Ultimately, the best medical treatment is treatment that gets the employee back to his or her pre-injury condition in a prompt manner that enables the employee to return to work in a cost-effective manner. This can be accomplished in an effective manner with intensive claims management. Most employers do not have the expertise to manage claims focused on achieving all of these outcomes. They simply pay the bill sent to them and let the physician manage the treatment with no regard for return to work or expeditious recovery. Occasionally, employers will self-pay a claim, but it starts to become more complex than they feel comfortable with. Then the employer turns the claim over to their carrier. By this time, the employer may have approved or provided for treatment that is not necessary. My favorite example was an employer that was self-paying a claim and the doctor ordered an MRI. The employer approved the MRI and then submitted the claim to their carrier because it was getting expensive and the employer didn't want to pay for an MRI. However, when the claim was filed with the carrier. The carrier denied the claim because, through investigation, they determined it was not work-related. But the employee had already received the MRI that the employer approved. The employer ended up paying for the MRI because they approved it, not the carrier. The first thing a claim representative does with a work comp claim is determine that the claim is compensable under law. This is done through a causation determination. When an employer starts self-paying a claim, it can make it challenging for the carrier to stop further benefits simply because the employer accepted the claim when the employer began making payments. This is also a legal issue because in many states, only a licensed claim representative can make this causation determination, not an employer. Another potential problem with an employer self paying a claim and then turning it over to their insurance carrier is late reporting. Our definition of a late reported claim is one that is reported to us more than three days after the occurrence of the injury. Claims that are reported late to the insurance carrier are typically more challenging to manage and can be more expensive. This is because the medical treatment typically has not been managed and the treatment has been left up to the employee and his physician to direct. Treatment may be progressing in a direction that is not to the benefit of the employee. When an experienced claims representative manages the claim from the beginning, he or she is able to better coordinate and direct care that is focused on getting the employee recovered and back to work. Lastly, in many states, carriers have negotiated rates with medical providers. This enables the carrier to save additional money for the employer. Treatment that may cost an employer $750 directly may only cost the carrier $500. The amount the carrier pays is what goes into the experience modification calculation. Most states give medical-only claims, meaning the claim is for medical bills only, not lost time, a discount in the experience mod calculation. Most medical bills that the carrier pays and reports are discounted by 70%. So, in our example, the carrier would pay the negotiated rate of $500 and report that. The experience mod would treat that $500 like it's $150. While this will raise the mod by a small amount, based upon hundreds of calculations I've done over the years, it will raise the mod by such a small amount that the ultimate increase in premium for most employers is between $400 and $500. This means that the claim the employer may have paid $750 on would have ultimately cost less than increased premium if the employer had reported it to their carrier. So what are the positives of self-paying claims? Well, I can only think of one. When it works, with no hiccups, there may be a reduction in experience modification rate. But the reduction will typically be extremely small and the resulting premium savings is less than what the employer paid out of their pocket to cover those claims. Also in my experience, too many claims have hiccups, and when they do, the increased cost in those claims negates any savings the employer may have gotten or expects to get. What should you do? Well, all employers should have a system in place to have employees promptly report workplace injuries. The employer should then ensure they have a process to inform their carrier of those injuries as soon as possible, but not more than three days from the time of the injury. Second, don't self-pay claims. Let your carrier do what they are obligated to do, manage your claims for you. Third, have an aggressive return-to-work program to accommodate employees with restrictions so they can get back to work sooner. That's a topic for a future podcast. If you are currently self-paying your claims, consider all of the negatives I've discussed, and I would encourage you to stop. If you don't think this is the best solution for your organization, talk to your workers' compensation insurance agent. Your agent should have the ability to calculate for you, quite precisely, how much workers' compensation premium you have saved by self-paying claims. In 99% of the cases, you'll find out you've ultimately paid more by self-paying claims, even if there have been no hiccups, compared to what your workers' compensation premium would have been. Remember, what you do for safety today can lower your workers' compensation costs tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.